Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Chargers podcast. I am your host, Daniel Wade, here with my other two hosts, David Drogemeyer and John Kegley in today. And we have a special show for you guys. The season is coming up and it's time to start breaking down and seeing who else we have in the division. So today is our first AFC West breakdown show. We have a special guest, Steve Marquez in with us today, and he's a lifelong Raider fan and also runs his own sports website that he'll go ahead and plug for you. But first off, how you doing, Steve? Thanks for being on with us today. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, just go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about your background and uh, what you do now involving sports. So I'm obviously, like you said, a longtime Raider fan and Sports is my life, football, basketball, soccer, baseball, you name it. So I'm running a, a page now called Prime Sports Media and Entertainment where I just focus on all sports all over the world at all different levels from youth to professional. And I just do what you guys do and state my opinions and my observations and try and answer any questions that anybody has regarding sports. Well, I'm going to go ahead and shut that down right there because nobody does what we do, Steve. Okay, especially not some filthy Raider fan. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get into some of the you know main things. I'm going to start off by going over just some of the guys the Raiders brought in in the off season, and also some of the guys they lost in the off season. So my first question, Steve, is just how did you feel about the Raiders off season in general, and who are you most excited to see in the black and silver? I think all Raider fans can say they're more excited to watch John Gruden this season, see what he has after being out of the game for 10 years at this point. This offseason I liked because I think it really showed our identity. We're trying to become a specific team, a run-heavy team, a physical team in the trenches, and I think that's all a part due to John Gruden and what he's trying to establish. You know, we're bringing in veterans like Jordy Nelson, Dominic Rogers, cromartie uh, Tank Carradine on the defensive end. So I think it's been a good offseason, and we'll see what John Gruden has in store for us. You guys had an interesting draft this year, Steve. Uh, a couple of guys that were overslotted, I felt like, when you guys picked them, and a couple of other guys uh, that I felt like had some good value. Uh, how did you feel about the 2018 draft as a whole? Again, I think it was really a statement of what John Gruden wanted. You know, we went first round, we went with Colton Miller, uh, the left tackle, who a lot of people thought we reached on a little bit, but he was one of the best tackles at the time. And with Donald Penn ending the season injured and getting up there in age, we thought it was a good time to draft a new replacement. Second round, we went with defensive line with P.J. Hall at D-tackle and Arden Key at defensive end. So I, I really like what we did. I thought we did a good job of trying to really establish ourselves in the trenches, and I think it'll do nothing but help us this season. Yeah, I think P.J. Hall is the one that really had people scratching their heads. But as a Chargers show, I don't know if we have any room to talk because I don't think anyone had heard of the guy that we took in the third round. What did you think of the Raiders' willingness to draft guys with big question marks Obviously, Colton Miller, the biggest question mark is, was he a first-round talent? 
you know, a lot of people had him going in the second round. Can he hold up as a left tackle? Do you see him being a starting right tackle? And then also Maurice Hurst had the heart condition, which obviously pushed him way down the draft boards because he was thought of as a, a no-doubt first-round pick. I think the same thing could be said for Arden Key if it weren't for his off-the-field issues. So are you okay with the Raiders doing what they do and kind of signing high-risk guys? I know it already saw it last year with Gary on Conley. What do you see this year? It sounds a little repetitive, but again, I think it all has to do with John Gruden. I think he's trying to establish a physical, disciplined team, and he's okay with taking risk on players that might have some off-field issues or some medical issues because he believes that he can get them right for the season. Um, P.J. Hall was obviously a a big reach. Uh, Not a lot of people knew about him, but he has great size. He had 14 block extra points or field goals. Maurice Hurst, obviously, first-round talent with the heart condition. John Gruden and the Raiders got a lot of backlash for that pick because they believe that we're putting Maurice Hurst at risk by putting him on the field. And he he just had his first sack uh, our last preseason game against the Rams. So it's good to see him on the field, good to see him do work. And Arden Key, again, off-field off issues, but John Gruden believes he can fix these guys. Um, this offseason, he got rid of Michael Crabtree, uh, Marquette King, players that he thought were more poisonous to the locker room. So, again, I think this is all the Raiders going in on John Gruden and the plan that he has for us. Uh, so, when John Gruden went to Tampa Bay, he fixed the team by signing up some veterans and creating a whole new offense, which is the thing he tends to do with when he goes to teams, and he's ten, she's showing that he's doing it with the Raiders as well. Do you think that would work with this type of team the Raiders have, Steve, or do you think they should probably focus more on getting a lot of young talent like they have the past few years, which has shown and developing increase in wins over the past few years? I mean, if you ask me, I believe the Raiders have a good amount of young talent on the team. What they don't have a lot of is veteran leadership people to teach them how to win, how to go how to go about the off season, how to go about training camp and practice. You know, these these veteran leaders who teach them the ways on how to get to the playoffs, how to win in the playoffs. So I think he did a good job. During the draft, we made quite a few trades. I believe we did three trades during the draft to acquire more young talent. And during the off season during free agency, we signed a lot of uh veteran players, Jordy Nelson, uh, Tank Carradine is one, uh, Dominique Rogers Cromarty. So we're signing these veteran players that will hopefully teach our younger players how to become better professionals. Jordy Nelson was a big, was a huge pickup in my opinion because he's going to help teach Amari Cooper how to stay consistent. Because to me, the talent isn't a question mark for Amari Cooper. It's the consistency. It's the drops. It's his inability to stay focused in the game at times. And I think that's the main reason we let go of Crabtree, picked up Jordy Nelson, in order that that way he can help teach Amari Cooper how to become a better professional in the league. Speaking of Amari Cooper, uh, obviously he's one of the big weapons on offense. And, uh, you know, another guy that's uh, kind of sitting out right now who's a superstar is Khalil Mack. And we'll get into that just after this. <laughs> so we talked about the Raiders offseason in the last segment. But now it's time to get to just some questions that we have, some big questions involving the Raiders. And the, obviously the biggest one on everyone's mind is, 
Khalil Mack still remains unsigned due to a contract dispute. He wants an extension, and he's held out his games, including, I mean, losing at this point millions of dollars because of missing these preseason games. And, Steve, I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of trade talk going on with Khalil Mack. So what's your sense of the Khalil Mack situation right now? What kind of money is he looking for? And what do you think about the trade acquisitions? Do you think he's still going to be on this team when the season starts? So I think it's important for everybody to keep in mind that whenever there's a superstar going on a contract year, there's always trade discussions. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if there's zero chance of them leaving the team. If it's a superstar in a contract year, there's going to be trade discussions because who doesn't want a player like Khalil Mack on their team? And I think it'd be wrong of me to say that he's not available at the right price, but I truly believe that we will end up seeing Khalil Mack at some point during the season and hopefully and eventually be a longtime Raider. Um, the biggest problem with the contract right now isn't the length or the money long term it's the guaranteed money that he's looking for that there seems to be a dispute between he wants from what i heard around 65 million dollars guaranteed towards his contract and we're quite not willing to meet him there and that seems to be where the biggest problem with the contract is so i mean i think it's hard not to say that he's not available to other teams and we hope that he's on the team, but I, I see a deal being done soon. We reworked Donald Penn's contract just last week, so hopefully that frees up a little bit more guaranteed money that we can offer him. What do you think about the rumors that the Raiders literally don't have the money to pay him at this point? I don't think it's necessarily true. Again, I'm not a Raider spoke person, so I don't know. All I know is what I've read, what I've seen. Um, a lot of people tend to think we focus more on John Gruden and offering him the $100 million contract instead of focusing on Khalil Mack's contract. And that might be true to a certain extent. But again, I think it's more about the guaranteed money. And if we're willing to pay that much money for him, which I believe we should, as any Raider fan would tell you that we should, he's worth every single dime that he's asking for. There's also rumors, though, that the Raiders should trade Khalil Mack, and if they were to do that, what would you want in exchange for him? I think it's hard to replace Khalil Mack, regardless of what you're offering. Again, I think he's available at the right price. If if I knew that I had to trade him, um, there'd obviously have to be probably a couple first-round picks, if not just a first- and second-round pick, and a, a proven player on the defensive side of the ball, not necessarily offensive, but I would much rather keep Mack than have to trade him. In your opinion, do you think that the Raiders did enough on the defense of side of the ball to fix a lot of the issues that we saw last year from them? I think there's uh, some inconsistencies from your safeties and your cornerback position. I think the strong part of your defense was probably your linebackers. Uh, but in your opinion, did, did they do enough to fix that side of the ball? Well, we signed Paul Grunther from Cincinnati as our defensive coordinator. We signed Tahir Whitehead at linebacker. We signed Dominique rogers Camardi at corner. We signed Marquez Gilchrist, who used to be a charger, at safety. So I think we added some veteran pieces that we really did need. 
and it's really just up to them to make the plays. I mean, we ranked, I believe, 16th or 17th in defense last season, and that was with having one of the worst turnover differentials in the league. So if if some of our young guys and veterans can make plays, I think this defense will be okay. I, I don't see this being a top a top defense by any means, but certainly a defense that can be underestimated each and every week. All right, Steve. Well, I want to talk about the Raiders wide receiving core, and I'm not as convinced as some others about Jordy Nelson and Martavis Bryant. I think Jordy Nelson was declining even with Aaron Rodgers after the ACL injury, and Martavis Bryant has always been an inconsistent but explosive player. And really the guy in that group that's really going to make or break, I think, your guys' season is Amari Cooper, who has all the talent in the world but hasn't seemed to put it together. I mean, there's a lot of rumors in every training camp, but it seems like a lot of people think that this is Amari Cooper's year to shine. Would you agree with that? I think he definitely has the potential to shine this season. Again, I think Jordy Nelson is going to be a big factor in that, in teaching Amari Cooper those tiny little details that Crabtree wasn't the best at. I mean, Jordy Nelson is the ultimate professional, and Randall Cobb just had an interview on uh, NFL Network talking about how Jordy Nelson was the perfect packer because he was disciplined, he was smart, he practiced, he trained, and paid attention to every little detail when it came to receiving. And I think that's what's going to help Amari Cooper focus this season and hopefully become the receiver that we all think he is. So through watching a lot of these Raider preseason games, Steve, I've looked at Connor Cook and this backup Raiders offense. If Derek Carr was to go down, are you even confident in any of these backup quarterbacks in Connor Cook or EJ Manuel? Do you feel confident at all as in maybe you can win a playoff spot? With these guys? I think our backup quarterback position is definitely a question mark. I have faith in Connor Cook and EJ Manuel. Um, they've both shown flashes in preseason and then they've both showed some inconsistency. The way that we're trying to run our offense with run heavy play action, I think it sets them up for more success. But again, it, it's all going to come down to game day who performs and who doesn't. Regardless of who's in at quarterback or who's in at running back or receiver, at the end of the day, we have to perform. All right, Steve, it's time to see how much of a homer you really are. Uh, my last question for you in the biggest question segment of the show is, do you think Derek Carr is an elite quarterback, and how do you think he stacks up against the other great quarterbacks in the NFL? Personally, I believe elite quarterback, there's only maybe three or four elite quarterbacks in the league. Um, I think Derek Carr has the potential to be an elite quarterback, and I think he belongs in the top 10 easily. Um, again, he's coming off an injury. He's coming off an, of a, a bad year compared to his year, uh, compared to his season two years ago. Um, only time will tell, to be honest, but if you're asking me, I believe Derek Carr can be elite. I do think he's one of the best in the league, and I feel like he's shown enough to prove that. Is he worth all that money, though? When you look at the long line of Raider quarterbacks, I believe he is. I mean, he's proven he's won with a lot less talent when he first came into the league. So I, I believe he's 100% worth every every dollar that we gave him. Well, maybe if stupid Jack Del Rio wouldn't put a guy in two weeks after breaking his back, 
I mean, maybe that would help, but I'm not sure. But uh, as you guys can see, Steve is a super homer, so probably just don't listen to any of the rest of the show. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but, speaking of being a speaking of being a homer, we'll uh, definitely find out. Right. Yeah, so you can still listen, and I mean, the next part is the most exciting part, anyways. In the next segment, we're going to get into season predictions and what Steve thinks is going to happen. We'll see if he lies about the Raiders trying to make it into the playoffs. And we are back with Steve, the Raider fan. Hey, Steve. So after last season, pretty disappointing on uh, you know what the Raiders were able to do. Do you think that they did enough? Is this going to be a bounce back year? Do you expect them to make the playoffs and why? I believe this will be a season of improvement for sure. Um, I think the Chargers are the heavy favorites to win the AFC West. Um, I mean, when you look at their defense, you look at their offense, they're, they just, they're a complete team. Keenan Allen, Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, Joey Bosa, Casey Hayward, Melvin Ingram. I mean, you know, <laughs> you have, you have talent across the board. Do I think the Raiders can make the playoffs? Yes. If everyone is healthy, if everything goes as planned, I can see us being a 10 and 16, but I can also see us being an 8 and 18 at the same time. I mean, again, only time will tell. I believe the Raiders are in for a much improved season. I believe we can make the playoffs. Whether we do or not, well, well, I guess we'll all see. Are you going to get swept by the Chargers again for the second straight year? No. No. Okay. What a homer. I don't think we can say that after he was just singing our praises, but let's be <laughs> honest. Of course he's a Raider fan, and yes, we have to keep that into account. Of course he's going to think that his team is going to win one of these games, but let's be real here. Yeah, Steve, and then I just want you to put your name on it. Steve Marquez's Raiders prediction 2018. What is the final record for your team? Final record, I'll go 9-7. and seven. You might get a wild card 12-9-7. I don't know, though. Besides that, though, I want to get into some. Maybe you have some bold predictions. Maybe it's Amari Cooper going for 1,400 yards. Maybe it's Marshawn Lynch and Doug Martin combining for 20 rushing touchdowns. Maybe Derek Carr throws for 5,000 yards. Any bold predictions you want to give us on the Raiders seasons? Any guys you think are just going to jump into the stratosphere as far as NFL players? I said this as soon as we signed John Gruden, and I've continually stuck to it, and I'm going to stick to it now. I believe Marshawn Lynch will run for over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns this season. Wow, that's a mighty big prediction there for an aging running back. I mean, he had a pretty decent year last year, but I don't think he came close to a 1,000 yards. But speaking of Marshawn Lynch um, and other Raiders, who do you want to pick up in fantasy? What Raiders should we be targeting or our listeners should be targeting in fantasy football for this upcoming season? Again, like my prediction, I think Marshawn Lynch is a sleeper. I don't think a lot of people expect him to produce how I believe he will, but I, Amari Cooper and Marshawn Lynch would be the two big ones. I think Derek Carr is in for a great year. 
Um, maybe not up to par with, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees type of year, but I believe he'll, he'll have a, ba- a bounce back year, you know, throw for 4,000 yards, you know, 20 plus touchdowns and hopefully keep those interceptions at a minimum. All right. Well, I mean, Steve, is there anything else you want to tell us about your team before we wrap this thing up? Don't doubt us. Keep hating. It'll make us better. Oh, Are you ready for LA versus Las Vegas? I am actually. I, I'm excited to see where where the AFC West is heading. I think it's it's full of a lot of young talent. You look at the Chiefs; they have Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. You look at the Chargers, and you know I already touched on all the players they have. I think Mike Williams is a sleeper. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year for the Chargers. I think he'll. I think he's going to push Tyrell Williams out of the Chargers rotation by the end of the year. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the AFC West. I think it's going, to be a, it's going to be a tough division. I think three out of the four teams will be battling for the playoffs. And, again, I think the Chargers are heavy favorites, but don't sleep on the Raiders. I usually think they can go 10-6 and six and slide into the playoffs if we perform well. All right, well, now it's time to get our predictions on the Raiders season. David, why don't you kick it off? What do you predict the Raiders' final record this season? I think there's just a lot of turnover. I think you got a coach that's coming back into the league after not coaching for 10 years. Uh, I think you got a new defensive coordinator, a lot of new guys that you brought in from, you know, free agency and the draft. And I think that's just going to take some time to mesh. So I'm going to see the Raiders at an eight and eight record this year. Uh, I'm. I'm somewhere around that area, but I see a seven and nine record from the Raiders this year, mostly because we have they have a new head coach and Gruden is a tough guy. These are a lot of young guys on this team, so a lot of them are going to have to try to learn to mold to Gruden's way. So I believe this year be seven and nine, but next year is going to be the year when you have to really look at the Raiders. All right, well I guess that means it's time for my prediction. I'm going to go ahead and say. You know what? You guys went way too conservative. Let's let's go for a total blow up. Let's go for a, a nice five and eleven season for the Raiders. How about that? <laughs> five and eleven. <laughs> hey, throwing some shade. I like back. it. Liam Mack doesn't come back. Derek Carr has another bad season. Amari Cooper drops 115 plus balls. And the Raiders go 5-11, and 11, and that's my final prediction. And I'm not even going to give Steve a chance to rebuttal. That's going to do it for this show of the Lockdown <laughs> Chargers podcast. Make sure to follow us at Lockdown LAC on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure to check out Steve's website that he started from the ground up, Prime Sports Media and Entertainment. You can find him on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, sir. And there you go. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at PSMESD, which stands for Prime Sports Media and Entertainment San Diego. So I'll be looking forward to seeing you guys hopefully like the page and see what content we put out. Yeah, and we'll definitely have you back on for when the Chargers and the Raiders play when it counts. So thanks again for being on with us. Make sure to go follow Steve everywhere, guys. And come back later with this week and get ready for the Chargers game against the Saints. We'll catch you next time. The Bolts.